Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now, it's time for part four of In the Moment. I TikTok take. Katie, as always, stop me when or if you feel like I'm wrong. All right. I feel like a lot of people feel like it's weak if someone cheats on you and you don't leave. I grew up feeling that way. I always felt like you should lead by example. And if someone plays with you, if someone cheats on you, if someone don't get it right with you, you should be out. No questions asked. You should be gone and you should not inspire people to do anything less than that. I was wrong. I'm willing to stand here and say it right here and right now. I no longer believe that you are weak if you leave somebody who cheats on you. I don't think we give people a fair shake in that opinion. You know why? Why? It's hard either way. That's the truth. I think the people who say, if you get cheated on, you should leave, no questions asked, maybe they've never truly been in love. Maybe they don't really know what it's like. And I'm not saying this because it happened to me. I'm not saying this because I'm in this situation before y'all start that. I'm saying this because I really believe it. I know what love is. I know what it's like to really love somebody to where it's not that easy to just walk away because they hurt you or because they did something foul to you or because they did something that you don't necessarily agree with. A lot of y'all be speaking from places where it's pretty obvious that you've never been in anything even remotely close to what you're talking about. And for years, I feel like, especially women, we have looked down upon women who have stayed in marriages, stayed in relationships where they were cheated on. And it'd be the women around them even. Girl, leave. I would leave. Mm -hmm. I would leave. But you ain't in something successful. You ain't got a man that love you like that. You ain't even got anything to prove that she should leave that relationship. It's hard either way. So how's she weak, right? If you put your whole life Love and everything into somebody. Of course you hope that they are grateful for it, that they respect it, that they never play with it. But if they do, if they happen to step out and that man or that woman decides that as much as I could leave and go out here and get revenge, as much as I could just leave and go out here and figure it out, I am going to give this person another chance because they deserve it. I love them that much. I don't want to be anywhere else. And I am going to dig within myself in order to find a way to forgive them and still give them the same love I was giving them before they cheated on me. That's some shit I couldn't do. So if you are a person who has done it or who is doing it or who would do it, you are stronger than me. You're not weaker than me. And I feel like when people stand on these platforms and be like, if you got cheated on in stage, you weak. How they weak? How they weak when that's one of the hardest things you'd ever have to do as a human being? If you leave, it's going to be hard. If you stay, it's going to be hard. And a lot of people who stay, they'll stay and still keep you in that exact box you was in when you made that mistake. They're going to bring it up. They're going to be insecure about it. They're never going to get back to the regular relationship. They're going to do a whole bunch of shit. So to the person who can actually know that they were wronged, that, they fell sh that the person fell short of the glory of giving them the love that they deserved, but you feel like I love you so much, I'm with you so much, that I am going to do my best to dig deep and forgive you and still be the light of shining armor in your life that I've always been and, be and not get you back and not do none of that. Just try to get back to loving myself and deal with the therapy that comes with all that you done caused in my life. Ain't nothing about that week. 
So to every woman or man that's out there that has been cheated on, had somebody do you wrong and you decided to stay, don't listen to people telling you you're weak. You're far from weak. You are actually stronger than most of the people who could never do it. That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. Cheating is stupid, all right? I'm not going to say a woman is weak or a person is weak for staying with a cheater because their situation is not my situation. In my head, will I secretly judge you? Yes. But I'm not going to call you weak. Because everybody's situation is different. And Katie's secret head where she's judging you, that's the same secret head of a person who's been a side piece. And I am not saying that to bash Katie. I'm saying that to let y'all know that everybody who be judging y'all, they got their own shit that you could judge them back. I literally just said each situation is different. Nah, nah. It don't matter. I said every no, situation is different. I'm saying that it doesn't matter. That's my whole point. It doesn't matter. Look who you getting judged by. I was side piece for 24 hours. <laughs> Long enough. <laughs> okay, that don't qualify. It wasn't 24. At least 73. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't let nobody judge you. All right? That's the point of this whole break. Each his own. <laughs> to each their own. Welcome to TikTok in a moment. <laughs> All right, Doc of the Week. Did you see the Wendy Williams Doc? No, I saw the uh Well, at least trailer. the trailer. Yeah. You saw the trailer. Saw the the trailer. Doc, I don't believe it's released yet. Okay, that's what I was wondering. The trailer uh, was really good. It was. Really I good, definitely right? want to watch it. For those of y'all who may not be familiar, Wendy Williams has a documentary coming out. There was a trailer about it where Wendy is clearly going through a lot in life. She's crying. She's talking about how she no longer has any money. And she's just struggling with life and trying to get through it. And the reason I'm bringing this to the table, Katie, is I'm curious how you feel about it. I was really thinking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Wendy Williams is Wendy Williams. If y'all don't know who Wendy Williams is, a little bit of research will get you there. But... She's a polarizing figure in the radio world. No Mm -hmm. different than the Howard Stearns of the world and so on and so forth, right? A lot of people, obviously, in seeing Wendy Williams down bad because of health, because of finances, and because of other things, they're excited. Mm -hmm. They're happy. They don't give a fuck. Because people look at Wendy and go, you fucked up people's marriages back in the day. You fucked up people's personal lives. So they don't rock with you. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of times people believe health hazards are some kind of karma for what people did in life. Mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to that mm-hmm. at all. I think health is a whole nother ball game. I came in here when Kevin Samuels died and tried my best to preach that, and it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. I thought that we lived in a world where you can hate on somebody, but when it comes to health mm-hmm. or if they die, you kind of let it go. Yeah. I clearly was wrong. So a lot of people are happy to see Wendy Williams in this place, and they justified to feel that way. Well, how do you feel, Katie, in a world where if someone utilized, because I just see Wendy as a person who utilized radio in her space, and she did what she felt was right in order to catapult herself to number one as a woman in radio, Mm -hmm. which is clearly very hard to do. And she's the best. Whether you like it, love it, hate it, don't, she's the best. She's the best. Yeah. She's the best. She's the best woman to ever do this radio shit. And I, big fan of Wendy Williams. Um, when her show was announced for the first couple of years, I watched that show religiously. Religious. I every single episode. And I understand the criticism that certain people said because they're like, Wendy Williams is messy and how she does this and how she does that and how she says blah, blah, blah. And I, I didn't appreciate... Every way that she went about how she said what she said. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she said facts. And in today's entertainment world, 
where Wendy Williams is missing because of her health. I've seen a lot of posts. I don't know if you have on social media where something will happen. The Jacquees situation, the Meg the Stallion and Nikki thing or Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp, like all these things going on in the celebrity world. And like, I wish Wendy Williams was here right now to talk about this. I want to <laughs> yeah. hear her perspective right now. <laughs> yeah, so y'all hated on her when she I did bet. all this, but yeah. now she's gone. You all want her perspective. Yep. And yep. I feel like that part is trash. Um, and I, I wish the best for her. I want her to get better. But I hope that people actually watch this documentary to see the, like, the real, you know, the human side of her. What she was doing beyond work. Because I don't feel like that's who she truly truly is deep down. Like, what she presented to get to where she was in the business. I don't feel like that's really who Wendy was. I completely agree with you. I couldn't have said it better. Uh, maybe it's a part of us being in this business and you kind of understand that you only have a certain amount of control over how much people take as entertainment and how much people take as this is who you really are. Mm -hmm. And I'm not at all excusing some of the things that Wendy did or some of the things that she said. I I get it, bro. Like, I completely get it if you're mad. But I just realize in this that I simply just cannot be the person who is happy to see somebody's downfall. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's just not who I am. It, whether it's financial, health, the way these people just harp on people's downfalls and go, well, you deserved it. You earned it because of what you said. I, I, I just can't be that person, man. Now, an unlikely friendship that I didn't expect was Wendy her. Williams and Tom Hanks. Oh, I just threw some shit no. out there. Take another wrong. guess. Um, Wendy Williams, is it Wendy Williams? Mm -hmm. Is that part right? Yeah. Wendy Williams and Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who is it? Angela White. Really? They're very close. Like, really good friends? And she's in the documentary with her. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. So apparently, they've had a long-lasting friendship and a long-lasting bond, and I think it's because Angela White looks up to her like a, as a mother figure. I can see how. And so I didn't know how close they were until uh, someone took a screenshot from a preview from the trailer and they talked about it and it was like a whole thread that went to deep dive of their friendship. That's dope as hell. I didn't know that. You know what they both are rumored to have in common? What? Common. Don't worry about it. Ain't no. Moving on. All right. <laughs> it's time for Mo's Reflective Moment of the Week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. Um, I had this talk with my grandmother, and it was a really, really good talk. Hey, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. And I would like to share it with y'all, because somebody else may need to hear it. There was a point in time where, and I want to make this very clear, my grandmother, in the times when I needed it, completely believed in me more than anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone. That's a fact. In those moments in time when you are where you are in life, and you, and you know it if you've been there, there are certain times in life when you you just kind of lose a little bit of confidence mm -hmm. in yourself and who you are and what you present. And you need someone who not only loves you, but believes in you mm -hmm. when you don't believe in yourself. And typically, that person will fill that gap of space in your life where you just didn't have it. Right. When you were just a little bit weak and you needed somebody to hold your hand and bring you across. That was my grandmother for me. And I remember when the time came where I told my grandmother straight up, 
this might be the the first because I used to never, I used to purposely never try to disagree with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. For one, it's my grandmother who wants to ever disagree with a person that's that precious to you, right? Never that. And for two, I always felt like she was way smarter than me. Mm -hmm. So I'd be an idiot to sit there and try to have a debate with a woman who had lived so much longer than me mm -hmm. and had so much more experience in life than me. But I do remember this one conversation we had back then, and we just spoke about it the other day, where she told me, like a lot of people who love you will tell you, have a plan B. Yeah. Have a plan B. Never put all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So for those of y'all who don't know, who are little freaks, I am not talking about when you run to Walgreens the next day because you... <laughs> Cause a lot of y'all be out here sleeping with people y'all don't like. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the plan. I always felt like, Grandma, I got to get to a place where I can express myself to the world, and it's lucrative. Mm -hmm. And it will be beneficial to me. Absolutely. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know if I'm even good enough to get there. But it's the only thing that will make me happy. I cannot have an office job. I cannot do the everyday thing. And a lot of us go through this, especially with that generation, because unfortunately, most of our grandparents and parents and great-grandparents didn't come from a world where all of the things that are possible for us were possible for them. Correct. So they didn't even see the opportunities mm -hmm. that we saw, so you cannot ever blame them for it. Right. But my grandmother wanted me to be safe in this space of if that doesn't pan out i want you to be prepared to have a backup plan and to be able to do something else that will still provide for you and lead to a lucrative and happy life and i love my grandmother for that but for some reason katie back then i wasn't feeling it i was like grandma with all due respect we live one life so why would i have two plans mm -hmm. In my mind, it just made sense. And I couldn't make it make sense to her, but it made sense to me. Why would I have a plan B? Me having a plan B is me admitting that plan A might not work. Mm -hmm. No, it's going to work. Mm -hmm. There is no other option. That's it. It got to work. It has to work. <laughs> and I couldn't get that to her. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? She used to look at me and go, oh, my God, it's, it's youngin'. I love him. We don't know shit. You know what I mean? Like, what? No, you have to, and I used to be like, Grandma, why don't we agree on this? Why can't we find, you know what I mean, like the bridge on this one and connect? Mm -hmm. Grandma, I can't have no plan B. Because at some point in your brain, when you are accepting that there's a plan B, you have to admit that you are accepting that plan A may not work. Mm -hmm. And I grew up to 50 saying, get rich or die trying. There is no plan B. It's A. The moment that I learn that we get two lives, that's when I'll have a plan B. Mm -hmm. And plan B will be used in the other life. In this one, ain't no reset button for me. There's no do-over button. There's no try again button. You know why? Because I'm never going to quit. Mm -hmm. There's no, you see, understand? Yeah. I'm going to die making plan A happen before I live trying to build a plan B. Mm -hmm. That's just the way I saw it. And thankfully, plan A happened. It worked out. And I truly, truly believe it's because I convinced myself 
that there was no plan B. Mm-hmm. And if I did, if I believed at any point in time during this journey, because my grandmother was the same exact person that told me, if you looked at the journey, if you looked at what you were going to have to go through to get to where you are today, would you still have taken that path? Mm-hmm. And the answer is hell no. <laughs> Not a chance. Mm. I'd have gave up on this a long time ago. But that that just that that wasn't a an option for me. Right. Quitting just simply wasn't an option. You manifested. But Be- and I didn't do it because I knew what manifesting was. I didn't do it yeah. because I believed in manifesting. I did it because in my mind there was no other way to be happy. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to settle. I've never known how to settle with anything in my life. That's why I think I'm not happy in so many different areas, especially when I get around people who did the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You 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 couldn't mm-hmm. wait to settle. Mm-hmm. Me, you know me, Eddie. I. What are y'all talking about? What are y'all even talking about? There's no saddle. There's no. You get one life. So for me, there's one plan. It's that simple. What do you mean, plan B? Nah, that's for the people who made mistakes. Mm-hmm. I ain't no mistake. How many. It's all that sperm coming up out of there. You one in a billion, Katie. You one in a billion to make it this far. And I'm still alive. And you still <laughs> here. And you want me to have a plan B? You know how many sperm cells? I was Usain Bolt. <laughs> I was out of there coming up out my mama. And I'm supposed to get to this point after I done beat a, a couple billion? That's the only B I know. The billion I done beat to get it. Ain't no plan. A. A. A, A, A. You know what the backup plan to A is, Katie? Plan what? A. You guessed it. And if that failed, what plan is it? A. And if I wake up the next week and couldn't figure that out, what plan are we going with? A. And if they shoot me, stab me, beat me up, put me in a box somewhere and try to lock me away to where nobody ever hear about me again, when I get up out that box like Modini, what's the plan? A. There is no plan B, period. And we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. And she said she was proud of me. Aww. And she understood completely where I was coming from. And now it all makes sense to her of, wow, Reese, you were right. Mm-hmm. There was never a plan B. So I say that to say, whomever is out there and may be thinking that a plan B is the option because plan A is on the ropes. It's up to you. You can certainly have a plan B and plan B will probably work. But I'm willing to bet you. I am willing to bet you, if you stay on them ropes just a little bit longer, shout out to Ali who gets the flowers of the month, or the flowers of the week, I should say, for Black History Month. Shout out to Muhammad Ali, the rope of dope. He stayed on the ropes as long as he needed to in order to beat the great, big, big, big George Foreman. Mm. Because there was no plan B. Mm-mm. There's only A. Yep. His name ain't Muhammad Bali. It's Ali. You heard? I heard. There's no B, Katie. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this to you. There's no plan B for anybody who is an A. Mm. Period. All right, quote of the week. Saw this on Twitter and thought it was funny, but thought it was also accurate. Hardest thing for me to grasp as an adult is you have to keep showing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, though. I'm tired. Katie, I'm so tired, yo. No, that ass. I'm so tired, Katie. I'm so tired. Look, I couldn't even get through the quote without Katie breaking down. <laughs> That's how real this quote is. Y'all understand what I'm saying, y'all? Yo, hardest thing for me to grasp as an adult is you have to keep showing up no matter how you feel. You got to do this shit. Sad, do it heartbroken, do it grieving, do it tired. 
Life doesn't care. <laughs> I did all of them. Damn. <laughs> it waits for nobody. <laughs> you just have to keep going. Yo, that quote broke me down because it's so real. No, it's so real, Katie. <laughs> and shout out to my youngest sister, Sage, who is turning 21 next week. Happy birthday. Clap it up for Sage. She's so excited. My father calls me. He's like, yo, she can't wait to turn 21. I'm like, he like, she need to know the, the real about being an adult. I said, oh, I got her. I, got, I will have her depressed that she just turned 21. Immediately. Give me a couple hours. This adult shit ain't all it's cracked up to be, sis. I promise you it's not. I used to think they was just going to the club anytime you wanted to, too. I promise you it's a little more to this shit. It's a little more, and you should enjoy every second of not having them kind of responsibilities of being an adult, because this shit is trash. I promise you, it is horrible. It is nothing fun about adulting. Not shit. Nothing. When rent start kicking your ass... All them bills, you can't have a phone, you can't have friends, you can't have food, you can't do nothing without money. Nothing. You can't go on trips, you can't do nothing. You know what you got to do? In order to have money, you got to work. And you know what you're going to hate doing the most? Work. work. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. You should have not rushed to have been 21. You should have enjoyed all your other years. Your life is over now. Welcome <laughs> to being an adult. It sucks from here on out. Even next week. But though it sucks, next week, bitches. Sky Cash Beats, Justice Finger, Justice Finger. Cause you put me through the ringer, cause you put me through the ringer. No ring on my finger, no ring on my finger. Just put me through the ringer. So no fucks, nah, no fucks, no fucks. All I got is this finger. All I got is this finger. Cause she put me through the ringer. Cause she put me through the ringer. No ring on my finger, nah, no ring on my finger. Just put me through the ringer. So no fucks, nah, no fucks, no fucks. All I got is this finger. What's up, y'all? It's Key Will Voice, the official voice of In The Moment Podcast. And we want to thank you for tuning in each and every week. See you next week.